you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family i really credit you with doing something that i literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things it was because of you so thank you for helping heal what i thought was unhealable you're listening to the mastermind parenting podcast with Randy Rubenstein episode 54 my name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Okay, guys, I've got a good topic today that I want to talk to you about. I had a mom recently say to me, she said, I love when people are like, okay, let me ask you something off the record. And I'm like, when have I ever censored myself? Like, you can ask me on the record. But this mom, she was like, okay, so working mom versus stay-at-home mom. Like, which kids honestly turn out better, in your opinion? And, um, and so this is a major career mom with a super successful business who's in a position that she could potentially take some time off or take a hiatus or a sabbatical or just quit working for a while, maybe quit working indefinitely. And so she's trying to make a decision based on like which decision will, will affect my kids the best. So that's what this podcast is about because my off the record is really going to be on the record. Uh, and I thought I'd just make a podcast about it. So you know, I think it's very interesting to look at what's playing in here for this mom. And I think for most moms, and I really think it has to do with mom judgment. So there's so much layered, nuanced mom judgment, mommy competition, um, everybody judging each other, judging ourselves. Like there's a lot of judgment on the scene. And as we all know, like it sucks to feel judged. It's when we feel like we're we're being judged. That's when we that's when we lose it. That's when we find ourselves in the parent gap. That's when we start to like have that controlling behavior and we and we power struggle with our kids and we it it just never ends out. It just never ends up well. And so I think it's interesting and I've been studying judgment for the last year. It's interesting what some of the things that I have found and it's that, and that I've learned about judgment because look, I've been there in many, many, many times in my life judging other people. And so it feels crummy to be judged. And so it feels momentarily better a lot of times when we judge other people, but ultimately it ends up feeling bad to judge other people too. Like you've done it where you're judging someone else and you're talking about them and maybe in the, in the moment, 
it kind of feels justified and it kind of feels good. And maybe even you bond with another person over it, which Brene Brown calls that common enemy intimacy, like bonding to people, bonding and connecting over their opinion, their negative opinion, their bad mouthing of someone else. And so one of the things that I have learned about judgment is that we tend to judge the thing we are most insecure about. Y'all, I know y'all are not going to like this. I didn't like learning this either. I was like, what are you talking about? And then when I dug in and I was like, I mean, all I want to do right now is give you guys a big F-bomb, but I don't want to <laughs> have an explicit rating on this podcast. So I'm not just know that there's an F-bomb in my brain right now where I'm like, oh, I know I don't want to look in the mirror on this. I don't want to admit that the exact thing I'm judging that person about is something that I feel insecure about. Like nobody wants to admit that. So let me give an example of it and what I've learned. And yeah, I know y'all, we might be in a fight for 10 minutes and y'all might want to punch me in the face about this, but just bear with me for a sec and know that I kind of want to punch myself in the face for even realizing this. So Let's say you're looking to justify your own choice, but deep down, you're not feeling fully confident. So you look for examples of people doing it a little worse than you to make yourself feel superficially better. So we tend to judge other people on things that we feel insecure about. So we're looking for examples of people that are screwing it up just a little bit more than we are. And, and it's because we want to feel better about it, but deep down, especially this parenting thing, like it's layered, it's complicated. I say it's like talking about sex and money is talking about parenting. Like everyone knows this is our mo most important role. No one wants to screw up their kids. Like you had these kids and you, were introduced to this concept of loving someone more than you love yourself, right? Like we love them so much it hurts. It doesn't mean we always like them, but we love them. And we know like we got one shot, we're raising them. And people joke, they're like, oh, I'm just saving up for their therapy fund. But deep down, no one wants to think that later on in life, your kids are going to come back and be like, you screwed up this way and this way and this way and this way. Or maybe think about us the way we might think about our parents. Like no one wants to be that person. So we know we're raising humans. This is a very big job. It might feel overwhelming. And so everyone's a little bit insecure about it. I think that's where the mom judgment comes from. So let's, I'm going to give both perspectives here. Okay. And just bear with me, you guys, for a little bit. So the stay-at-home moms that bad mouth, the working moms for not volunteering at school, right? Like, ugh, where is she? Why is no one doing, you know, we're, we have to do everything around here. It's ridiculous. Why do they even have kids? They don't know, they're never helping out, right? So that's the banter going on, let's say. So that mom who's bad mouthing the working moms who aren't able or, or haven't offered to do any of the volunteering, well, she might be struggling with feeling guilty that, yeah, guilty that she's secretly addicted to her phone or something else and not really spending the quality time with her kids that she claims or the posts that she puts out on Facebook. So she knows she lives with herself and she might know like, 
I've chosen this role to stay home. I act like this is, I'm really present and engaged and this is so much about quality time. But secretly, she knows if she's been on the phone all day, if she's been having her kids in front of screens all day, she's been in front of her own screen and there hasn't been any real connection. And she feels guilty as hell about that. She's like, I chose this and I don't even think I'm doing a good job. And so she wants to make herself feel superficially better by pointing out all the moms that aren't doing as much as her. You know, at least she volunteers at school. So she's really trying to stroke her own ego and justify and make herself feel better for the fact that she knows that she's not quite as present as she claims to be. Okay. So on the other end of the spectrum, there's the working mom that talks about how incredibly bored she'd be as a stay-at-home mom. You know, and so she might be struggling with how guilty she feels that her work is actually her escape and that she uses it as a way to numb and check out and that she's feeling disconnected in her marriage and her home life. So she pulls out the I'm so successful card as a way to superficially feel superior because she feels deep down that she's failing as a mom and it's killing her and she's lonely. She's lonely. She's constantly needing to feel like she's killing it at work because it's killing her that she feels disconnected from her most important relationships. And she knows that she's, you know, a workaholic and, and using her work as a way to escape from her life, right? Or this, there's the stay-at-home mom that feels sorry for the kids that are always being looked after by a babysitter rather than a parent. Oh, bless their hearts. No wonder they're acting out. I mean, I haven't seen their mom drop them off in days, right? So she is probably a closet yelling maniac, the stay-at-home mom, and she feels inadequate. And she worries that she's royally screwing up her kids because she knows how much she's yelling at home. She knows she's driving them to all the things and doing all the things that make her look like the world's greatest mom. But she knows all of that is for nothing if she's screaming and ruining their self-worth, right, and self-confidence if she's screaming behind closed doors and they see there's just so much tension in the home and she's like, like, there's, nobody likes each other. So she's looking for evidence as to why having a bad-tempered mom is better. At least you have, at least you're not being raised by a babysitter. See, so we're constantly, we're judging the other person when it's something that deep down we feel insecure about. Or maybe it's the working mom who makes fun of the stay-at-home mom volunteers rather than appreciating their hard work by pointing out that they must have no life. She, you know, she'll say something like, I mean, I work. I don't have time to spend my mornings up at school. Those moms are probably, those moms are probably up there just bugging the crap out of the teachers. They need to get a life. So that working mom that's passing judgment on the stay-at-home moms who are volunteering too much, right? And that's benefiting her and her kids. Here you've got moms up at school, probably chaperoning field trips and serving hot lunch and doing all the things. And most of the moms I've seen volunteering up at school, they're sweet, they're kind, they're not just all about their kids, they're playing mommy to lots of other people's kids. So they're, a lot of times they're bringing back that it takes a village. And so the mom who's like, yeah, they need to get a life, well, she's probably bored out of her mind in her job 
and she dreams of the carefree days she thinks exist in stay-at-home mom land, but she feels financially strapped and unable to quit or make a move. So she rips apart the choice to stay at home, right? So my answer to that mom that says like, which kids turn out better is this. So I know y'all are like, and now I've like pissed off all the working moms and all the stay-at-home moms by talking about these things that nobody wants to cop to. None of us do. None of us want to cop to this stuff. This is hard stuff. And so my answer to that mom is I've been both a stay-at-home mom super volunteer and a working mom who's super grateful for my stay-at-home mom volunteer friends who put in the extra time as as those school daytime mommies, right? Like I've been on both ends. Personally, my choice for me, I'm a much happier version of myself now as a working mom than I was years ago. So the choice for me, for me, is that I think my kids are benefiting from this version, right? The current me version, which is the working mom version. However, however, my friend Valerie has always been a stay-at-home mom, proud stay-at-home mom, and she's a superstar volunteer. She is so incredibly fulfilled and amazing. And she, like, she is an amazing human being. I can't tell you how many kids she mothers in her daily life so happily and not in a way of uh, like stroking her own ego or trying to make show up any other moms. She does it from such a heart centered place. And her kids now are her, her girls are junior in, in uh, college and a senior in high school. And they have absolutely thrived by being raised by a full-time stay at home mom. She's so proud of it too. Nothing, you know, nothing to prove, no ego. She is just born to be a nurturer and a mom and she does a beautiful job. So I think the real answer about which kids turn out better is that the kids being raised by the mom who's feeling good about her choice, that's who. And so if you find yourself feeling judgmental of other mom's choices to stay at home or to work outside the home, I invite you to look in the mirror and to get honest, like what's coming up for you and then be willing to have the courage to make a change because life's too short not to be truly happy. It really is. Like, you got to go get it. Get a job. Quit your job. Change your job. Make a different choice if you desire it deep down because you deserve that. Like, you deserve to make a choice that feels right for you, not for anyone else, for you. And your willingness to be honest and to choose the life that feels best for you, that is the right choice. Because I'll tell you, kids benefit the most by being raised by a mom that's pursuing her own dream life. And that dream life might not be impressive to anyone other than the people that are reaping the rewards, rewards of being raised by a happy mom. So feeling good about your life and your choice, that is the right answer. Really, feeling good about your life and your choice is the right answer. And I invite you guys, anytime you find yourself sitting in judgment of another mom, this is so hard to do, ask yourself 
what's coming up for me? What's coming up for me? Why am I judging her? And what's coming up for me? Okay, guys, that's what I have for you. I know this was probably pretty controversial for some of you. And uh, that's what I've got. Real convo, honest conversations. I think us truly facing our truths and being willing to look at ourselves in the mirror, getting, getting very, very honest. Honestly, that is what is going to benefit our kids, our families, the absolute most. Okay, have a great week. Bye-bye. Hey, podcast listeners. If you happen to have a strong-willed kid who is kind of pushing every one of your buttons lately, I have a resource for you. I made you guys a free guide where you're going to get some tools and tips and strategies to quickly get on the road to creating a happier household. I know you're pulling your hair out. I wanted to make you something so you could start getting some quick wins and building some momentum. So if you want to grab your copy, just go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash free guide and I hope you enjoy it.